should I get that camera or no? That'll be uh, yeah, that'll be your camera, but once we start talking, we're just talking. Okay, cool. Yeah. If you, for whatever reason, want to call out the audience. Yeah. Go. Oh, I got you. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about high hopes a little bit. That'll be great. Yeah, no, that's it. I'm going to start with great. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which camera? Uh, Want that one? Let's do it. Okay, take one. October 10th, 2019, Liquid Lounge, live on location here at New West Summit 5 in San Francisco, California. I'm excited because we debuted this show last year at this very time, and here we are a year later doing more episodes with some more rock star type of folks. As you know, on the Liquid Lounge, I like to sit down with some industry leaders or people that are doing cool things in and around uh -huh. cannabis and have some conversations cool. that are fluid. And uh, today is cool because my first guest that I'm sitting down with is Chang Weisberg, who's got some great stories we're gonna talk about, and I'm gonna dive right into one of them as fast as I can. And in fact, I'll, I'll let you know right now, we're gonna dedicate this episode to OG Kush, my favorite strain. Yeah. There's not even a close second. I know you're a fan because you got some good stories. So we're gonna get into that, but first and foremost, I wanna introduce uh, Chang Weisberg with High Hopes Festival. Tell us about that right away, and then we're gonna dive Great. into your history a little bit. I appreciate that. So uh, next weekend, uh, October 20, 21, 22, we're actually gonna be in downtown Los Angeles, Pershing Square, which is like the epicenter awesome. of cannabis for uh, downtown LA, and we'll be at the Biltmore Hotel. So the first day, Sunday, we're doing a, an expungement and job fair. Cool. So if you come bring your resume to our job fair, We'll give you a ticket to the concert Money Can't oh, Buy. Cool. So Ghostface Killer from Wu Tang, oh, Redman, B Real's hosting, Bam Marley. They're performing. They're performing for free to encourage people to go out and get jobs in the legal cannabis space. So that's on Sunday. Then Monday and Tuesday, we're doing a B2B summit. And we've got a lot of great keynote speakers. Great. You know, Steve D'Angelo will be there, Sherbinsky will be there, Wonder Brett. We've How about got, the one on yeah, Monday? There Come you on, go. let's talk about that. So the, the one on Monday uh, features B-Real from Cypress Hill as the moderator. Boom. And it's about the uh, origins of the OG Kush. So Greatest if, strain if, ever. If you're gonna be in Los Angeles and have a summit, you cannot not talk about the OG Kush. And when I actually started talking to B-Real, Kenji, Josh D, Wonder Brett, Man. Bubba, Man. Mark TK, all the way from Florida. Those um, are all OGs. <laughs> it is a mythical kind of legend, you know, legend in Los Angeles and a lot of people don't really know the story. So uh, it, was, it was very interesting when I talked to Josh Dean, he felt that there were a lot of people who were really benefiting from misinformation and that his legacy mm. had not been cemented, that the legacy of OG Kush wasn't quite told from the horse's mouth. So when I told him what we were doing, uh, he gave me the opportunity to put together this amazing keynote panel. And the panel is just a portion of what we're gonna do with them. We're actually going to do a mini documentary on the oh, uh, awesome. origins of, uh, of OG Kush, and we're gonna get to uh, talk to each one of those people who had a significant role in bringing OG Kush to uh, Southern California and to California in general. I can't wait <laughs> to see that because, uh, I mean, in addition to it being my favorite strain by a country mm -hmm. mile, um, I love the stories behind it and the, the mm -hmm. urban legends behind it, the myths yeah. of where it came from. So, um, if you can, sure. let's clear the, let's right now, let's settle it. Mm -hmm. 
OG stands for? To me, okay, so Josh D will tell you. Okay, all right, all right, this is good. Tell everybody right here. Okay, well, being original. Just being original, and I think it stands for original genetics, if he were oh, to tell okay. you. So he, they, uh, TK actually stumbled onto the strain in Florida, okay? So it was Josh D, though, that brought it to Southern California, started experimenting with it, and then Josh D, Bubba, gets it over to Kenji. Kenji works with uh, so many different people and ultimately becomes B-Real's like head stash strain. Man, and, what a head uh, stash. Right, because it's very heavy. Oh. I tell people it, it, it is, uh, I know why it's a lot of people's heavy strain, you know, as far as uh, being able to, to give you that real heady, 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 heavy, heavy But it's also hit. the only thing that I can get my hands on uh -huh. that'll get you a good uh, head change for about four hours. Yeah. Oh, like an, usually I got to get an edible for that, but OG Kush, well, if you roll up a good old, you know, Humboldt paper saver, mm -hmm. I it, mean, you can get yourself four or five so hours heavy, out of it. It's so heavy, it'll make my eyelids turn red. Oh, I, it's oh, really man. bad for me. I don't know if, you know, people know Asian people, sometimes when they drink, they get red. If I smoke OG, it, it is not my favorite strain. No, no. It, and it's very, it's, uh, you know, I got to confide that I, I hang out with a lot of professional smokers, guys that smoke very heavy, yeah. and I have a little bit of shame when I'm around them because I prefer to smoke sativas. <laughs> a little shame, because strange like, shame. It, it just puts me to sleep. It really is just so uh, heavy, and I'm I'm very kind of. Like, see, I, I fired like one up this morning, OG Kush, Man, like, and it will style. stay with you for four hours, you know, or it'll stay with me even longer. So. Um, it's a little embarrassing when I'm around the, the no. boys and I'm like, hey, hey I got to pass that joint because that thing's going to kill me. Or Dude, you know, I, I try to keep my, my bearings about, about myself. But um, you could not talk about Los Angeles without talking about OG Kush. I totally agree with you, man. So, all right. So not, that's a, not cool original help. gangster, by the way. Not that, original that gangster. That, thing, I, no. we, yeah, and, and, and that has always been clear as far as I was concerned. But I've always been a believer that it stood for uh, ocean grown. You know, because of some of the humble and some of the, you know, the up, up in the you're north. You're gonna coast. have to get into um, how they stumbled onto this train. I, I, I have heard that too. Okay. Because there's um, a good story. It, it there's, it's like an onion. Yeah. It's got a lot of layers to it. Because maybe the ocean growing kids, it came from Florida. From Florida, which and is, ended up on the west coast. So you, you got to have the right microclimate for that's it right. to really thrive. But, uh, you know, what they're doing today. Uh, and the best, you know, it's like you start with a, the genetics of a, a of a good, like bodybuilder, yep. and you give it and feed it all the things yeah. that you know that it needs now. It's, it's amazing. It is pretty amazing. And, when and I did my first grill, I would uh, while I was doing all my newts in the morning and getting everything, mm -hmm. you know, ready. Five thirty, I would, you know, just roll up a big old OG cushion while I'd walk my garden. Um, I would just fire on that thing, uh -huh. and then it'd be, you know, and that'd be about, you know, six in the morning, seven in the morning, you know, by the time I was done, and it'd be lunchtime before I was ready for something else. I bet I just you probably like, forgot parts of your regimen, your plants either suffered or gained. No, because I don't know. Your, I don't. As long as you were playing Zeppelin or you know some Bob Marley, play music for the plants. Sublime, Get them like, like Sublime, like Revolution, Sublime Revolution, Revolution, slightly stupid, little Cali Reggae, the Expendables. Oh, I love that. Yeah, they'll yep. respond. They'll respond. They, yeah, I think you they know? dig it because I dig it. Just push them a little bit, you know. Don't yeah, give them everything right. they need. Let them work. Let that wind come. Let them. Yep, exactly. Let them, Let them starve a little bit. You don't have to. You don't have to hurt them, but that is make a them work. definite trait of an OG. If you let it work, you gotta let it, it work. It will grow and it will. It will bless you yep. for sure. So, all right. So now let's do this. Let's take. A, let's time travel a little bit. So uh -huh. I mean, no question. Your your background to summarize real quick. You've got a mm -hmm. long history in cannabis and music. Yes, sir. Between working with the Cypress Hill Cats, between mm -hmm. putting on some cool festivals. Yeah. No secret that music and cannabis have been coming together for decades for and sure. decades and decades. We have been blessed. You've, however, been on the forefront and part mm -hmm. of one of the very first, 
let's just say um, cannabis music festivals that was promoted as that. Oh yeah. Not where people were just lighting up joints in the audience, but no, it was no. part of it back in '99. It was a uh, '97. Oh, '97. When I actually got to sit down with Be Real, it was uh, the thought process started when they were getting to release uh, Cypress Four, the Dr. Green Thumb album. Yeah. And I had asked him, what are you guys doing like, to promote the record? Some of you young cats should look yeah. that up. He was like, uh, you know what? The label's got a free show. We're going to play at the Key Club. It'll be all press. I said, what are you doing for the fans? Yeah. And he said, because he said, uh, we had just come off the Smoking Grooves tour. And so he really opened my eyes to like, a live music experience. And he was like, you know what? We're just going to do the traditional thing the label wants us to do. We, we're not going to blow out our, our headline performance there, but we got to invite, we got to take care of the press. I go, you got to do something for the fans. And he, he said, uh, you know what? Come back to me with something in a couple days and, and let me run it by our, our team. So I came back to him and I told him, let's do the Cypress Hill Smokeout. You guys need to have a signature event. If Perry Farrell could have Lollapalooza, if Ozzy could have Ozfest, Cypress Hill needs to have the smoke out. He said, I'm all in, Chang, let's Dude, go. So uh, it, was, it was pretty awesome. Um, we got, you know, at first it was going to be in the parking lot of basically a nightclub in, uh, I'm going to say at Pepper's Nightclub in the city of industry. That's going to take a lot of people back. After we went on sale, the venue freaked out because they had never gotten that many phone calls and ticket requests. So a week before the event, we have to move it out to basically a fairgrounds out in San Bernardino. 10,000 people show up. Um, it was awesome. We had J5 on the bill, the far side, uh, Dial 7, Long Beach Dub All-Stars because Sublime had Man, disbanded. Yeah. Um, Dilated Peoples was on the, on, on the bill. And um, it was just a great show. You could uh, tell it immediately. It was a great experience. And it was about the music and it was always about the legalization. B yeah. said, anything that we do, we've got to push at that point it was before 215 sure right before 215 and there's like we got to push legalization i said of course that would be the the spirit of what the event was yeah. about and um we pushed and we pushed and we went through 10 years of that we were the first festival in southern california to actually have consumption on site we worked with don duncan uh with Man. americans from safe access we worked with the local um city attorney we had to work with the dea the local police department just to let them know Hey, this, this is 215. People are going to consume. These are patients. We had, I think we had 30,000 people at our festival that year, and we had about 5,000 registered patients. So Man. my staff was like, what are we going to do with all these patients? I said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get them away from the music. The I'm going to put them in the grass area. I'm going to pump in bird sounds, and we're just going to let people chill out. out. And they're going to get to smoke at a music festival without being harassed, harassed from security or, or the PD. And uh, that was really the catalyst. And then... Uh, Several years later, High Times, Chalice Cup, High Life Festival, a lot of festivals went in there and kind of took advantage of the 215 cool. model, really creating sales on site. And unfortunately, we weren't able to participate because I promised my partners, their business managers, and their attorneys, I would not subject Cypress Hills IP to uh, what would potentially be illegal activity. Sure. So it was a really struggle for us with the smoke out because we were about music. We had an expo, we had 400 vendors. Man. I had to make sure everyone wasn't selling weed, That's right? right yeah. Kind of sucks in that, in that aspect when 215's out there and the, I, yeah. know, I don't like to call it the black market, the traditional or legacy market. Yeah, but was give us burgeoning. the rules, we'll show that we can follow them. Yeah, no, you've been breaking rules that never existed and that was the thing. I agree. So I got a lot of arrows in my back. Yeah. Uh, I was the devil in the city of San Bernardino, PD, the city attorney. It was like, here in San Bernardino, we're about little leagues. We're not about weed fests. We're not about cannabis. And I was like, man, you know, cannabis is like aspirin that you can grow in your backyard. Yeah. This thing will give you the most amount of benefits with the least amount of side effects. Yep. And we need to be promoting legal use. 
and we need to take it from schedule one to schedule three because I still tell people, listen, just, yeah. this federal government's going to approve it. it all together. Well, yeah, but like I can see California is failing with its regulation. It's not generating tax. It still has a legacy market. Yep. The federal government very quickly will go big pharma, go schedule two. Yeah, so that's, true. that's what's important about what you're doing. That's what's important about what we're doing. That's what's important about the New West you know, Summit is that we can get people together because we're going to need to get them to vote. We're going to need to get them to act. We're going to need to get them to write letters. Yep. You know, Make so phone calls. My whole life has been about organizing people. So herding cats and organizing people to do like the right thing for the culture. So whether it was hip hop well, or cannabis, brother. Dude, I'm, well, I'm glad. That I, I know it's been a struggle, but I'm sure glad you've been oh, doing been, what you've been, been doing. It's been a blessing and a struggle. I just tell people, like, we're still in and going through prohibition. Yeah, yeah, we're, Do not sit on the laurels. Nope. You know, there's a lot of new blood in this industry, and that new blood sometimes judges the legacy market. You know, without that legacy market, you can't have a legal market. So we just got to have an open discussion, be, be open to helping each other out because this industry, every industry is competitive. Yeah. And a lot of people say there's a lot of haters in the world and that competition creates an atmosphere where people are taking advantage of people. Because of the New West Summit, because of like your blog, because of the media that's out there now, I think the only thing I really want to say is I hope people encourage people to collaborate and be together yeah. and so that they can organize and uh, act. Yep. You know, don't don't assume anything. Act. Be proactive. That's so, it. Collaborate. I appreciate you. Organize buddy. and act. And act. I like that. All right. Man, well, man, I'm so really much. glad you were on my show today. I, I look forward to talking it. with you some more. I yeah. definitely want to hear some more stories. Come down to Southern California, I'm, man. I, 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 I think give I you a little will. bit of that exclusive there. I'll share it all with right, you. Like all right. Knowledge. That's all you it some takes. Some great content. That's all, right? all it takes. That I'm sold. I'm sold. Well, folks, Liquid Lounge, Chang Weisberg, my guest. If you want to hear some more great stories, stay tuned. We'll have this up on the lounge in no time. Highhopeslife.com. Highhopeslife.com, and uh, all the information for that event will be Thank up you. on the screen as well. I appreciate it. Thank that, you brother. so much for being here, man. Awesome. I appreciate it.